0: lot Talk Radio. So
3: I'm an ego maniac. Shame on you. We're very pleased to be joined by the one and only. Join us on the hotline. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. You guys are awesome. You're tuning into pure gold with your hosts, David and Joe.
4: Good evening, everyone. It's- 7 p.m. or 7 or 01 p.m. I'm sure we live on the air for this Thursday night, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, 2022. My name is Joe, JB or Just Business, and my co host, Steve to my far left, even though he's right. David, how are you?
5: I'm doing good, sir. Uh, great, excited as always. Just excited to be here with Pure Gold as we start. Pure Go 2.0, although technically with all the episodes that we've done, this shouldn't really be a 2.0, but it's what we do. Folks, if you'd like to give a call, 515-605-9796. Once again, that is 515-605-9796.
4: Okay, thank you, David. So,
5: yeah, I don't really know what 2.0. We've been doing it for 12
4: years, so it's probably like 8.0 at this point, but we've rebooted like so many times. But before we get started, I want to say to David... David, for 12 years, you have carried this show, and I've done my part, I think, this past week to get the show on the road. We have a call screener, and I apologize for the 12, last 12 years, but I hope we can have fun and do a good show going forward.
5: Yes, I hope so, and it's about time. It took forever. I mean, you know, this has been a one-man <laughs> show for 11 and a half years, pretty much, but uh, it's about time that you pull your weight, Joe. So I am happy about that, and I appreciate it. So, you know, good job. Keep up the good, good work.
4: Good. I, I also what I want to say, is um, welcome to the show. That co- I forgot to say already, that's PG. Welcome to the show that covers anything and anything that tells it like it is definitely, maybe, obviously, clearly. That's my new tagline. That's the intro. We're ready to go. Um, so, we have a call screener that is on, that's helping us with phone calls today. And the thing I want to talk about with phone calls is that you can definitely ask a specific question, and then hopefully you call on uh, week to week because there might be a time. Or, um a week that you can't get on because there's so many callers. But please uh, be patient with our call screen and be patient with us, and let's have some fun. You ready, Dave?
5: Yes, sir. I'm ready to go.
4: All right. Just, um, you know, for the people that haven't really listened to us uh, the last 12 years, I just want to tell you that I'm a Jets, Mets, Islander, Celtics fan. How about you, sir?
5: Uh, I am a Mets fan also, I would rather cut off my left arm than be a Jets fan, so I am a Giants fan, (laughs) uh, as far as basketball goes, eh, I mean, if I had to pick one gun to my head, I suppose the Knicks, solely because of the fact that their colors match with the Mets colors, um, I mean, growing up, my Mets, my, uh, my brother was always a huge, huge, and I mean huge Knicks fan, but they've been so terrible for so long, uh, that who knows, um, but that's another thing, and then of course, when it comes to basketball, I am a Seton Hall Pirates fan. College basketball, of course, my alma mater, and uh, I could care less about hockey. But that's neither here nor there. Um, that, sir, that's probably good. That's probably good because two out of us
4: three are call screeners from Seton Hall. Two, so that's good to know.
5: Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. That's interesting. To... That's very interesting.
4: Yes, and his brother too. His brother John. Um, so uh, I just want to tell the callers out there: call in and talk about. Golf, tennis, bowling, NASCAR. I've delved into a lot of variety of sports. So if they want to just listen, and want to chime in, he can. If he wants to talk AEW, I probably won't talk that much of AEW, but uh, that's the spiel I have. Well, um, I can talk about anything, sir, except AEW.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, a lot of what you do in wrestling, uh, as a fan, it really depends on what you watch and the amount of time that you spend, you know, while watching it. There's just so many different things, and you know, I listen to Busted Open a lot. I've I've been a big show for years and ironically enough uh, we've had David LeGrec on our show before who is the main host now the former host uh, Doug Morton was on our show a couple of times I would love to get some of the other hosts on as well but they talk wrestling you know 24-7-365 they talk WWE they talk AEW they talk uh, New Japan they talk Impact I mean they talk anything and everything there's so much there that to me it's, it's too much I can't I can't keep up with everything honestly definitely maybe probably possibly
4: Clearly, obviously. Uh, The phone number, again, is 515-605-9796. And I welcome, I do welcome uh, Philadelphia Philly fans because I know there's Philadelphia Philly fans, there's Eagle fans, there's um, there's Phoenix Suns fans in in basketball, there's New York Knicks fans. So I will try to be as impartial as I can. I just want to give you um, time to speak, and then I'll give you my opinion if that's okay with you going forward, sir.
5: Well, definitely. And uh, by the way, the Mets are getting spanked right now by the Phillies. They're up 3 nothing. If my MLB app is accurate, I keep getting the notifications on my phone. I'm like, oh, the Phillies scored again. Oh, wait, again. Oh, the Phillies scored again. Oh, cool. Well, the Mets are sucking wind. And of course, I don't know what the first topic is today, sir, but uh, I mean, there's so many things that we could discuss and just such a hot mess.
4: Such a hot mess. Well, let's dive right into – I mean, you mentioned the Mets, so we might as well just dive into them. Uh, as soon as they're playing the Philadelphia Phillies all week. I know that they played some at Field now they're playing in Philadelphia um what's bank one it's just a, a whole week of phillies i guess um
5: citizens so, bank, you mean the what did you are you talking about where the phillies played you mean citizens bank you said bank, bank one yeah. i'm not it's really just, sure i'm not really sure what that means
4: aka the Band box. i, I think anybody, i think you and i could hit home runs in the philadelphia but that's really definitely.
5: speaking of that Speaking of that, sir, I was at the batting cage today, batting right-handed and left-handed, and I probably could have hit one of those balls out of uh, out of uh, maybe not City Field, but definitely Citizens uh, Bank.
4: Citizens Bank. So, I mean, we didn't we didn't win the series last time. Last uh, last series, we tied the series at home two two. It would be nice if the Mets were the Mets, the new Mets, if they won this series coming up. Um, what do you think? They take uh, that three out of four. You asked it,
5: right? I mean, I hope so. So far, the Mets have yet to lose the series. They broke their awesome, amazing one. They have yet to lose a series. So, I mean, that could, be another, that could be another record. I hope the Mets win it. I don't like starting behind the eight ball. You know, the Mets have had a good season so far. They haven't lost more than one game in a row. So there's no losing streak to speak of. But at the same time, sir, I'm not 100% sure where this is going. If they start off losing and they and they, you know, crap it up this game, then you're kind of forced to win the next three, which I don't like that. I don't like being put in that position.
4: Yeah, I don't either. And I think we had this, uh, we talked about this in our production meeting, we talked on a fake show, but it's true that these are not the same old Mets. And I think that uh, two Mondays ago, this proves that theory because they were up, they were losing two nothing to a well-pitched Scherzer game. And you figure they're going to lose two nothing because they have a great pitcher, but they're not going to get any runs for the guy. Uh, But the Mets end up, Miraculously, winning the game five to two, I believe. Um, What are your thoughts on that?
5: I mean, the Mets have not really had a lot of uh, so far this year. They haven't had a lot of times where they've had to come from behind. Um, My dad and I were having this conversation earlier, and we were talking about that. But the truth is, you know, I don't. I don't look at this as same old Mets. I know some people do. I've had conversations with different Mets fans. I just think that the Mets need to come out strong. They need to win, and they need to keep the momentum going. Their Aprils tend to be, you know, out of this world, and then once April kind of finishes then things kinda of go down the toilet. So, you know, not right. a fan uh, of that sir at all.
4: Are you happy or content with being up four and a half games?
5: Uh I am. I mean considering the last time I checked, uh nobody in the National League East has had, even had a winning record. I mean that's definitely a good thing. I just my concern is I don't want the Mets to get complacent. I don't want them to get cocky. And uh that's kinda of where Buck Showalter comes in. And I do like Buck. I love that signing. I thought it was a great uh a great thing that the Mets got him. So I'm definitely a, a fan of Buck. Let me ask you this, sir, just real quick on Buck. Yeah. I was having a conversation yeah. with some other Mets fans. Do you agree with me that Buck Showalter has gotten the Montreal screw job not once but twice in his career? He managed the Yankees until 1995. The next year they bring in sloppy Joe Torre. Oh, 4-0, Phillies. Thank you, Mets. You're, you're making us look good here. 95, <laughs> he's the manager. Then in 96, they bring in sleepy Joe Torre, and they win, you know, four World Series or, you know, whatever it was in five years. Right? In 96, 98, and then in 2000, they win the World Series. I say Buck could have won at least one or two World Series with that team. And then Montreal Screwjob number two would be in Arizona. He managed them up until 2000, I believe. And then in 2001, they go and win the World Series. Buck could have won well, multiple titles at this point, sir.
4: Let's hope that he doesn't get fired from the Mets and then he the team wins another World Series because then there will be three for three. Um, let's just hope we win a World Series this year so that the spell is broken. The Montreal Screwjob is well, over. Well, for on. him,
5: I mean, I, for him. at this point, if the Mets find and win the World Series, I don't care if Frank's the manager. I just want them to win. But I'm just saying that I firmly believe that he got screwed. Yeah, and I think
4: you're. You mentioned to me you're a little younger, um, and they they had <laughs> a, a brawl. Well, no, not not by much, but they had a brawl. Um, what what you consider a brawl these days? But they had bench clearing. Hustle, I guess, with the Cardinals and the Mets. And I just think that with the no-hitter that they pitched last Friday, by the way, they pitched a no-hitter, a team no-hitter, and the team that charges the Met, uh, you know, fights sticks together and Ooh. sticks up for each other, I think that's a good thing for the Mets. I think that's going to build character. It's going to really build them together. And then when the glove gets back, I think all, all bets are off. I think the Mets are going to the World Series. Uh,
5: I hope so. You know, I definitely hope so. As far as the Mets pitching a team no-hitter, sir, I I would say that that is pretty much the best thing that's summed it up. I hate the team no-hitter, but I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, so to speak. They did it awesome. I still say that Johans was much more important. He did it by himself on one leg, and, uh, you know, that's the first one in team history. So, it's nice, but honestly, like, 35 different guys to pitch a no-hitter,
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, again, the number is five one five six zero five nine seven nine six. If you want to call in and talk about the Mets, talk about anything else, we'll switch topics. But speaking of the Mets, um, I mean, I, you laugh at this, and I think it's you think it's funny, but I, if they don't win this year, I really do think that they're cursed from nineteen eighty six. What do you think?
5: Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think you can say that they're cursed. You've got the next couple of years with you, you know, with Scherzer still on the team. Honestly, I. It, <laughs> swept in the you know they get no hit four straight games that's a curse to me not where the Mets are now you know I think that the Mets can do it when DeGrom gets back they'll be even better I worry about DeGrom going forward in terms of the you know health on his arm but you know again I don't want to put the cart before the horse quote-unquote so DeGrom
4: so DeGrom comes back um they're up four and a half without him you want to be up eight and a half? I don't know. Give me a number.
5: I want the Mets to run away to the division. I want the Mets to win 120 games. I want the Mets to to seek and destroy, you know, to quote Metallica. I want them to dominate. I want them to eliminate. I want them to obliterate. I don't want uh, close games. You know, my my concern about this team, my only concern so far, and Degrom aside, is the fact that almost all of their losses, except yesterday's 92 debacle and I think one other game, and today looks like it's going to be another loss. But um. The fact that they pretty much all that they've done the entire time is be ahead in the games and then lose that concerns me. Almost right. every game they've lost, it has been a game that they.
3: Oh, you're cutting it. Okay, I
4: can't. I couldn't hear the last part because you're cutting it out. I'm sorry. What did you say?
5: Oh, I said that the the fact Why? that the Mets have. Been ahead in almost every single one of their losses and blown the game. That concerns me.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah.
5: Um, J.
4: Rus Familia is not on the Mets. Is that addition by subtraction?
5: I think anytime is not on the team, it's addition by subtraction. I I mean him being off, I don't want that guy ever on the team. Uh, uh I'm glad he's gone. Uh to quote Mike Francesa, E stink that's pretty much the best <laughs> thing that I can say about J. Familia. And even though I speak Espancholo, aka Familia, obviously, family. Uh, the Mets did not want him as part of their family, so now he's gone, sir. Yeah.
4: I've, what about um, – we haven't talked in a while, but what about Robinson Cano being cut a couple For days
3: ago? Robinson,
5: Do you think that, no, don't you don't know. know? Uh, it's, uh, it is far. It is gone. Oh, no, wait. Uh, the pitcher didn't even throw the ball. I'm sorry, folks. I don't know what I was doing. That is my best John Sterling imitation. Um, I'm glad he's gone. I said that I thought, and in my opinion – They should have gotten rid of him before. I don't. No clue why the Mets kept him, and it made uh, Steve Cohen look like Steve Wilpon. Um, Yeah, I believe that we have a caller on the line, and I'm hoping, I am hoping that this does not turn into what I think it might turn into, but I believe (laughs) that Angel from Woodland Park is going to join us, and... I'm just warning Angel right now that the call screener has a quick trigger finger, so there may be a this may not go very far. But folks, uh, I believe we have on the man, the myth, the legend, Angel from Woodland Park. No, sir, how are you doing? Sorry. I'm waiting. I don't hear anything. Yeah, sir, I'm very good. I, I I like to talk about the Mets. All, right, All right, Angel. Uh, what would you like to talk about?
6: I would like to talk about the Mets because I think. Uh, I don't think they're going go, to go very far.
5: And uh, Angel, Why let me you? ask you, uh, what
6: makes you say that? Yes. Well, it seems to me that they always start the same way. They start very good, but all of a sudden they fizzle out like a knock or something. You know, they just, uh,
5: they run out of steam. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, Angel, I understand that, but it's only the beginning of May. So how can you say, how can you say that they're running out of steam?
6: Well, the Mets are a type of team that once they're losing, they cannot come back. They did it one time in St. Louis. I mean, it was a miracle. They won with two outs and they finally came back. But I think they're never going to do that again.
4: Okay. By the way,
6: happy birthday, by the way. Oh, listen, thanks a lot. That's very nice. It's nice to, to talk to you guys again. I'm, I'm hoping that you stay on the air a long time because I'm telling you, I love talking to you. I mean, I, I love talking about the, the Mets because the Yankees, the Yankees are really not my, my favorite team. I, look you
4: know, I the Yankees. Me too. Well, I'll tell you that this much. What about 1986? You're you're, uh, you're older than me, but do you remember 1986? Um, do you think this this team is cursed? and they'll never win again? Is that where you're coming from? Where's your angle? What?
6: Who are you referring to, the Mets or the Yankees? The Mets. I'm not the talking Mets. about the Yankees 86. right now. Well, I tell you, I've been a Mets fan since 1962. You know, I was a young kid at the time, and I've been following them for a long time. My sons, they've been doing, they've been doing the same thing, and, you know, they uh, usually they tell me that I should have been a Yankee fan, which I, I have never been a Yankee fan. I think the Yankees, they just take ballplayers because they got the money. But the, the Mets, I mean, I, I like I told you before, I've been a Mets fan for a long time. And and they have broke my heart so many times in the World Series when Familia came up pitching. And what happened? He gave up a home run. A home run that the guy has never hit all season. And you know
5: what Familia gave it up. He gave it up. That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My wife, who shall, oh. who shall remain nameless I said my wife, who shall remain nameless Despises Familia, loathes him Talks about him in <laughs> her sleep sometimes How much she dislikes Familia But the facts are the facts Well, she knows life. what
6: she's talking about She knows exactly <laughs> what she's talking about Because Familia, I mean, they should have got rid of him And then they brought him back for what? I mean, he blew a lot of games last year I agree, I 100% agree I yeah, mean, he he stinks. Stinks. yeah, he does He
5: stinks He blew
6: the wild series, that's it You
5: can't have <laughs> nothing else to say <laughs> You're not wrong. Listen, Angel, uh, we thank you so much yes, for calling. Sir. I know that Woodland Park is a, is a very far distance from all of us, and we're happy to have you on here on your <laughs> Yo, I'm the, the calling the pros, in.
3: man. What's <laughs> that? Favorite... Oh, my
5: God. one of my favorites. Oh, sorry. I, I, the call dropped. I don't know what happened there, but the call went, went silent. Angel, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Joe, what do you think about what our, our caller said?
4: I think he comes from a negative perspective. I was going to tell him that we have a new manager. We have a new owner. I just think things are different. Uh, I think Cohen will spend the money next next year. I want a right fielder that's proven. Um, you know who I'm talking about in right field. Oh, uh, for absolutely. Team. Yeah, so. You want to take a break or you want to keep going?
5: No, no, I think I think we should take a break. 2.0. By the way, for those of you who uh, maybe just are tuning in or didn't hear it, I just want you to know that the producer of this show, the true genius behind this show, no, not Kelly, did the most amazing, wonderful, splendid, I mean, I can't even, I, I just got to play this again, just in case you, in case you just tuned in for the first time. Oh, wait, no, that is not, hold on, folks. We're having... So I'm an egomaniac. Good
3: you? Stop smoking the white chocolate! Quick! Put We're very pleased to be joined by the one and only. Join us on the hotline. I got two words for you. Here it goes.
5: You guys are awesome. Yes, we are, Nikki. Right. Thank you so much. That is basically the uh, the introduction to the show. Joe, let us take our first break of the evening. Who is our it. first sponsor, sir?
4: All you want me to do is I thought you were doing the first sponsor, I, but I thought no, Healthy Kids no, I mean, was all you. No?
5: No, that's all you, sir. <laughs> uh, all you, 100%. I thought you told me you, you wanted
4: to do Healthy Kids, so no, Healthy Kids. No, right?
5: not. Oh, no, no, we talk, folks, we talk about these things in our production meetings, and I, I think that what's going to happen here is Joe's going to have to be replaced. Maybe Angel from Woodland Park may want to chime in and be my guest host. All
4: right, I'll read the Put away kids with pediatrics. Healthy
5: Kids, sir. Thank you. Yeah, this is my
4: daughter's uh, doctor. She's a great yes, person. She's, she's a great doctor, and she says Healthy Kids Pediatrics is a award winning medical home that provides exceptional pediatric to Care to Nutley and area families. Healthy Kids is led by pediatrician, founder and children's book author, Dr. Jill Garipoli Pellino. Along with two other amazing 15year veterans, Dr. Thomas and Dr. Rochelle, see I said it right Nam, I think that's right. The Rockstar team at Healthy Kids consists of four medical assistants, three medical scribes, and an office manager. The office features four exam rooms as well as a private feeding, Nook for parents who need to keep their little ones, the little bundles, of joy, on schedule or who just wants to relax and unplug for a few minutes. The philosophy at Healthy Kids is all about preventive care and taking care of yourself. Dr. Jill, Dr. Torres, Dr. Nam tell all their families that keep keeping kids starts with keeping yourself healthy as a parent. Too often we they see parents sacrificing their own physical being and well, emotional well-being since there are just not enough hours in the day to take care of their own children, spouse, work-home life, and the million other demands on their time. They have learned that their children watch everything their parents do, and when they do, their children see their parents fe- feeling, looking, and acting well as they thrive. The Healthy Kids firmly believe that approaching w- children with consistency, reliability, and predict- predictability helps them feel balanced at ease. Hop onto Google to read over eighty five star reviews and help the kids' PGS team and see why there's currently a waiting list. Wow, didn't know there's a waiting list to become a patient. And if you'd like to order one of Dr. Jill's children books, visit visit Dr. Jill, N-J, one word, dot com.
5: You have some sound for me? Hi, this is Lauren Lester, and you are listening to Pure Gold. Yes, we are. Uh, of course, big shout-out to Healthy Kids. I know you said your daughter, who shall remain nameless, is one of their patients, so uh, we're definitely here at PG. Love and support all of our sponsors, sir. Now, uh, we talked about some match. We had Angel call in, sir. Uh, what's next on the docket, so to speak?
4: Well, we're on baseball. We might as well finish baseball and just give you our take on the Yankees. Uh, to me, by the way, the four-train and the seven-train are on a collision course for what I wanted, a Subway Series, and then hopefully the Mets sweep them. What do you think?
5: Um, I mean, honestly, I know you've said this many times, and I can see Frank's face. I couldn't care less about the fact that uh, you want to. Uh, if they win the World Series, I'd be happy. But again, it's only the first week in May, so you know we have to we have to wait and see, sir.
4: I mean, you keep cutting in and out. I'm not sure why, but you cut in and out. Maybe it's my mic. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe it is. Uh, but, yeah, right now, I, I really hope that the Yankees make it to the World Series and get swept by the Mets. That would be ultimate revenge from 2020. The Yankees are winning games that they should. they should. They should be winning games. They should be up 35 games over 500. And then they're scoring runs like they typically do. It's a home run or nothing, sir. No, no runs – no – Base hit, base hit, base hit, run, steal. Um, they're just doing it the old-fashioned way like they always do, home or nothing.
5: Yeah, I mean, Dave. bottom line is they're looking good right now. The Mets are looking good. Well, other than they're, you know, what's going to be a brutal loss tonight. But the fact is it's the beginning of the year, and we're going to have to wait and see. i lo- Would I love to see the Mets do it? Absolutely, possibly, maybe. But I just really need the Mets to, uh, you know, Get on the ball. I need them to, to make it. I don't care if it's the Yankees, I don't care if it's the Orioles, I don't care I don't care what team they face in the World Series. Unlike you, you're obsessed with the Yankees.
4: I mean, we're talking about the Yankees here, so you're talking about Mets, but anyway. Uh Cole. No, I know, but you not mentioned because
5: your whole yeah. thing is the World Series. Going to the World Series, Yankees Mets World Series, Subway series, Subway series, subway series. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care.
4: <laughs> how about how about Cole as a Yankee fan? Has he panned out to be the ace that they really paid him to be?
5: Are you asking me? Because last time I checked, I am not a Yankee fan. I mean, that that's a tough one. I mean, we we would have to have uh, somebody chime in. I mean, there—there there is a possibility. I believe that um, we do have somebody here who can chime in, and that would be our call screener, Frank, who is now live and on the air. Frank, real quick, give us your take. Do you think that uh, Garrett Cole has been the ace that the Yankees thought they were getting? You know, I think he has it in him,
1: but but as it is right now, uh, I wasn't too uh, happy with watching him because you know having those fits on the bench, getting pulled out, and it just he seemed a little bit of a crybaby that night, and that really turned I think it turned a lot of fans off.
4: Yeah, I mean, you,
5: I mean, in your opinion,
4: tech, they need sp- sorry Joe, go, go. Sorry. No, you go. No, they, go. he just needs. Sp- apparently, he needs further tech to be an ace. I mean, you need to cheat to win a rally if you're in your game.
1: I think he has it in him. I definitely think he has it in him. Um, he um, let us down last, he down last year in the playoffs. But, um, but um, I think with the right, I think coaching, the right coaching, he definitely has the talent. It's just a matter of bringing it out. Well, that's definitely good. Aaron uh, Boone. best
5: nice to get Frank's take At- there. Um, what were you saying, sir? Go ahead. No, I was, was going to ask him, Aaron, take Aaron as Boone or
4: Buck Showalter? Aaron Boone or Buck Showalter, Frank? Um,
1: <laughs> that's a tough question. i got to go with Showalter on
5: that one. Well, buck, buck right, in them the, now.
1: <laughs>
5: I want Frank to the contribute buck more, here.
1: but uh, the Bucks stop here apparently.
4: So. Do we have a call on the line? I don't know. No, we so don't. That's 279. Is that is that yeah. Angel again? Okay. Yeah, so, that's Angel. He's he's know,
5: obsessed with the show. That's all he does is listen to it. Do you know
4: in 2016 uh Brian Cashman, the GM for the New York Yankees, the twenty seven Championship Yankees, had a trade Gary Sanchez for Mike Trout and Brian Cashman did not pull that deal?
5: Well, I've said this many times. I think uh I think Cashman needs to go only because he's been there for so long. He's been the he's been the GM of this team for over twenty something years. I mean, how long is too long? Uh, I know there was there was rumors about that Trout trade, and obviously Gary Sanchez did not pan out the way the Yankees would have wanted him to. But you know, in all reality, I mean, we could look at a million different trades from a million different teams and say, "Wow, we should have done this, could have done this." We were just talking about Cano. I mean, everybody knew that was an awful trade, but Brody Van Wagenhoffen Wanted to get uh, Robinson Cano on the team for some sick reason. Now, when Cano was a right. Yankee, I loved him. I thought it was great. But then he started. He started putting. Uh, he started putting the juice in his plantains that he was eating for breakfast. And next thing you know, guy's getting a PED suspension over and over and over again. I mean, to quote Chris Russo, "It ups it up, but it upset it up."
4: Give me, give me your biased take as a Mets fan on what the Yankee fans did uh, the other day, the other week, about throwing stuff at. Cleveland Guardians. Give me your take Uh, on that. Is that light? First
5: of all, Cleveland Guardians, awful name. I don't understand the idea of any fan throwing stuff. The only time it's okay to throw things is 1996, Bash at the Beach, Hulk Hogan turning on his fans and getting beer and crap. As far as I'm concerned, brother, this crap in the ring represents you fans out there. That is the only time it's okay to throw garbage, and that was 26 years ago. Um, I I don't – I don't want to knock all Yankee fans. I know most of them are, are terrible people, but the truth of the matter is that you know I don't think Frank is. I could be wrong about that. I've met a couple of Yankee yeah. fans over over my time who are not terrible, but you can't do that. No matter who it is, you can't. Don't curse at the players. Don't you know offensive slurs. Don't Throw things at them. Not okay.
4: Yeah, I agree. And um, the I mean, if I was a if I was the commissioner of baseball, which I'm not, but if I was the commissioner. I would take a championship away from the They did have twenty six championships, not twenty seven.
2: How's that?
5: Um, I, I, the whole see the whole idea of taking championships away it's tough. It's like in college sports, right? When college sports like the teams cheated or whatever, oh, we take the championship away. The the championship still exists; they still won it. I've never liked that. Um, a couple years ago, when we had the baseball the pandemic shortened, you know, seven game season or whatever it was, sixty games. I think I think stuff like that's a joke. That's you know won the, the cheapest World Series of all time, but you can't take a World Series away, sir.
4: I also think that Giancarlo, the great Giancarlo Nuncifalo, as I recall, John's Stern thing, um, does not does not really you know he's home or nothing at this point. He doesn't like. Uh, I mean, I just think uh, he's a flash in the pan when it comes to the playoffs. He'll strike out on a slider away.
5: Yeah, but we can talk about uh, any kind of fuss in the pan. Look at uh, Clayton Kershaw. I know that he's not this way anymore, but, I mean, how long was he one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitchers in baseball during the regular season, and he would spit the bit, as it were, in the playoffs? I mean, yeah. guys do that. It's just – it happens, you know?
4: Right. I mean, you want to face anybody in the World Series. I want to face the New York Yankees in the World Series and get a sweep, right? Is that correct?
5: Yeah, That's your obsession, yes. Um, I think that, again, I don't care – who they play. I don't care if they play the Kenosha kickers. I just want the Mets to win a World Series. It's the only thing that matters. I would, I would, uh, I would give up my children. I would, I would do anything I had to do just for the Mets to win a World Series. I mean, it doesn't matter. If my wife left me, if my family abandoned me, if my dad disowned me, as long as the Mets win a World Series, that is the only thing that matters, my only priority in life. I don't care who they beat. That's what matters.
4: I just think that when you have twenty-seven championships like the New York Yankees do, and the Mets only have two, the only way get to get back at them is to, unfortunately, beat them in head-to-head and a sweep. That's the only way to. But watch okay, them.
5: all right. Play. Let's play devil's advocate for a second. If the Mets yeah. let's say let's say the Mets played the Yankees, right, and Frank would have, an, would yeah, have a ahead. nervous breakdown because the Yankees would let's get they got no hit all four games and they lost, right? Let's just say, hypothetically speaking. The Yankees still would have 24 more championships than the Mets. Who cares? That to me is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> the, fa- the fact that the Mets to win about 15 or 16 in a row World Series all against the Yankees, then, yeah, okay, the Mets are even.
4: The thing about the Mets is that, of course, they're not going to have the many, as many championships as the Yankees. The Yankees will always have 20. So if they win again. It'll be 28. Whoop-de-doo. To me, 1986 will live forever for me in being a miracle season. I can't tell right. you. I could ask any Yankee fan uh, what year. do you? They'll tell me 1996, I think. Um, but there's Maybe. no, like, moment that I can think of.
5: Well, 96 was a big deal because the Yankees hadn't won a World Series for a long time. I mean, honestly, the Yankees were – I grew up as a Mets fan with the Yankees being worse than the Mets. I mean, the 80s, the Yankees stunk. They were terrible. I remember I remember the good old days of Mel Hall on the Yankees. I mean, they were just not a good team. As a matter of fact, I remember playing baseball games as a kid, and I remember Mel Hall. Uh, that, that, that's the guy who always stands out to me. Um, but the fact is, you know, you had all these guys over the years. The Yankees were not good, and that's what I grew up with. It was like a 15-year stretch up until 96. From 81 to 96, they lost the 81 World Series against the Dodgers. Then 96 comes, wow, it's a big deal, but then you've got 98, you've got 99, you've got 2000, you've got, you know, this and that and the other one, 2009. I mean, that's a lot of titles, and uh, they make me sick.
4: Just remember 2000, this year we don't have Benitez, and they don't have Paul Neal. Big difference. Big difference.
5: Right. I do agree with that, sir. Um, You know, it, it is true, but at the end of the day, the facts are the facts and the numbers don't lie. If you're talking special seasons, 96 would probably. Be these special seasons for most fans. It's not like the you know the, the Sox, the Boston Red Sox. They they went 86 years without winning a championship. Eight, what you know, yeah, 86, and then they go and they win you know in the early 2000s. You know that was a huge deal. So to me, those are those special seasons that stand out. 69 was a special season for the Mets. 86 for the Mets. 96 for the Yankees. You know, enough's enough, sir. Enough's enough.
4: All right, my producers tell me we have to take a break, so let's uh, take a break. Shall we?
5: Yeah, yeah, I do believe it is time for a break. And, uh, folks, speaking of breaks, if you're on your break and you decide, you know what, I need to buy a house, you need to talk to uh, Dennis, Dennis Capriglione. Sorry, Joe had to correct me off the air earlier about how to pronounce his name, so I want to make sure I get this right. When it comes to buying and selling real estate in northern New Jersey, there is really only one choice in realtors. With over 22 years of experience as a police executive and Being married to an elementary school teacher, Dennis truly understands the importance of your family's safety and education. Contact Dennis Capriglione today by visiting his website at dennismovesnewjersey.com and let him take care of the rest. Once again, that is dennismovesnewjersey.com. And let me just say that I went on that website earlier, and A, I love the name, and B, good stuff, Dennis, definitely, sir. And I believe you have a little uh, information to share with us about uh, another one of our sponsors, sir.
4: Uh, are you referring to solar panels? Yes, sir, I am. Yes, sir, I am. You know, I, for the longest time I was against solar panels. I didn't want to spend the money. But I got my good friend, Justin Gornick, come to my house and talk to me about the benefits and why I'm going to save a lot of money in the summertime especially. So so I recently got solar panels to my house. I've been saving a lot of money. And Chris at Phoenix Energy in Hackstack, New Jersey, are great at setting up homeowners and not no out-of-pocket costs roofs and solar system. Contact us today for a free quote, 201-316-0162. That's
5: 201-316-0162. Love it, sir. Absolutely love it for a show.
2: What's up, guys? This is actress Jen Lilly telling you to tune in to Pure Gold Radio. Pure Gold brings you amazing guests, awesome interviews, and great talk radio every week. Check them out at puregoldpg.com.
5: <laughs> I just have to say, I love our production team. That clip would actually have to be edited, and one day it will, because unfortunately, uh, puregoldpg.com was stolen from me by the Russians, pretty sure Vladimir Putin, will actually got, had his hand in us losing our website. But years ago, we had a website that I used to run. It was probably, definitely, maybe the greatest website of all time, and I hate the Phillies. The Mets are losing 5 to nothing. I can't stand this. Sorry, I keep getting my MLB notifications and it makes me sick. You make us all sick. But anyway, um, that website is no longer valid. Possibly, maybe I have to pay off the Russians and get my uh, website back, sir. So what do you think?
4: Yeah, I think so. Uh, anyway, so the call, again, the call number, please call in with your opinions. What you want to talk about is 515 605 9796. And uh, yeah, I guess the Russians did tell the website along with uh, Hillary Clinton. And her dossiers, but that's neither here nor there.
5: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh once again, folks, the call number, Joe just said it. I want to repeat it. Five one five six zero five nine seven nine six. Sir, we've talked about the Mets. Ad nauseum. I feel sick about them. We've talked about the Yankees. I always feel sick when that comes up. What's next on the agenda, sir? Well, let's talk about
4: the NFL and the NFL draft. But first, I just learned yesterday, I think, that the Green Bay Packers are playing the New York Giants, but even if you watch them on TV, you can't watch them on TV. You know why? Why is that? It's foggy in England. So how are you going to
5: see the game? blue. You know, you, Joe did this joke, uh, if you can call it a joke, off the air. It got the same response. It got the same terrible re- – uh, there it is. There it is. There that it is. That is exactly what I was looking for. Instead <laughs> of getting is. this, which should have been the response. he He got the crickets. But anyway, um – yeah, I mean, I don't know about England. I know about fog. I've heard about it. Whatever. What ironic is that uh, we have one of our one of our longtime listeners and callers, uh, a- another angel who another. lives out there in uh, in the you know Wisconsin area, Giants fan out there. That's interesting. But, um, sir, I mean, it is what it is at this point. Finally, they're they're gonna they're gonna go out to, pretty soon. Sir, you, maybe maybe there'll be more games out there in uh, in other countries. What do you think? Maybe in uh, Jetta they'll have a WWE pay per view, and then next thing you know, Giants are playing the the Jets. What do you think, sir?
4: Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know what to think of that. I'll give you my take on the draft because that's that was my point. I'll tell you the three people that the Jets drafted, but any take on the people that the Giants drafted in the first round?
3: No.
5: Uh I mean, I think we can. I think you know, sir. Actually, what I would like to do is I'd like to save that topic until later because we have a special okay. guest who will be calling in, sure. sir. We can, we can talk about the Giants and Jets. Well, at least it's the Giants aspect of it later. But if you'd like to expound more upon the Jets stuff, feel free. No, I'll take let's
4: take the call because the caller is our number one priority besides our call screener.
5: I do agree with that. Um, We just need to have the call screen, that's all. Um, Sir, it it is cool to, you know, come back with the show, PG 2.0, et cetera,
3: et
4: cetera.
5: It's only 5.0. But, you know, thankful for all of you for listening. I know there's hundreds and thousands of people out there in the New Jersey area, in Tennessee, in Africa. I mean, all all over the world, all over the country, probably in Russia, too. Ukraine, I mean, everybody, they're listening to Pure Gold. Maybe.
4: All right. I think we have the caller back. Do you want to take the call before it drops again?
5: Um, I mean, that's, that would be up to our call screener, sir. I mean, we still have to get that call. I mean, you know, folks, just this is breaking the fifth wall, uh, fourth wall, which whichever wall it is. I mean, we're going to have to start firing people. We're going to have to start firing call screeners. We're going to have to start firing producers, co-hosts. I mean, this this is just – you're making us all sick as the, as the, <laughs> the saying goes, sir.
4: All right. I'll give you my Jets take while our call screener um, – call screen. Yeah, just talk so about the Jets. The Jets, in the first round, they drafted cornerback number four in the fourth, uh, fourth overall pick, Sauce Gardner. So apparently it's in the sauce. Uh, wide receiver in the 10th take uh, overall, Garrett Wilson. And defensive end in the 26th 20, uh, pick of the first round, Jermaine or Jermel Johnson, the second. So uh, uh, can I be honest with you or do you want to take the call? Can I be honest with you?
5: Uh, no, I mean you can be honest. We can you know we can wait on the call, sir. Yeah, no,
4: just go. I yeah, I don't care who the Jets drafted. After twenty forty years of, of being a Jeff fan because I've been a Jeff fan for I don't care who they are. Do you know how many years uh we were so happy with the draft pick and they didn't pan out to be um anything or they got hurt? Um so I don't care what you know, give me a proven commodity at this point. Trade your draft picks. I'm so sick of the draft. It makes me want
5: to throw up. <laughs> you're you're su- You talk about me being negative. You literally rip me off the air all the time about me being negative, and you being negative to the point of uh, you know illness. We'll circle uh, back.
4: Let's uh, get let's get someone to
5: talk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have Beth, who would like to talk with Joe specifically because I know Joe is
2: a huge, huge Rangers fan. <laughs> oh, Beth, how are you doing this huge. evening? Good. How are you? Nice to talk to you guys. Doing great. Thank why you for why doing are
4: you not at the game? Why are you not at the game tonight?
2: Because my husband stole my ticket and gave it to a friend of his. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I'm watching the game on, on TV, <laughs> but it was really rough watching three periods of overtime and having them lose. It was very frustrating.
4: Can you imagine if you're Boomer's and that's to get up at 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., uh, that has no sleep? Is miserable, and they lost, so I could relate. Um, <laughs> before
5: I give my take on... Joe, you still there? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what happened with Joe, but for some reason, it looks at like the call drop. So let me ask you this, Beth. You, you, his call drop, you said that your husband stole your ticket and went to the game without you. That is, I mean, how does that happen? <laughs> if I did that, I, my stuff would be on the street by the time I got home.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, what can I say? It's it's love, right? Long term marriage. So, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But aren't there some things that kind of cross the line? I mean,
5: I'm a lawyer right now, but but that's just me. So, um, you know, Joe, you were talking with Joe. Joe is a, a joke, but obviously he's a huge Islanders fan. I mean, you know, it's, he's been he's been a long suffering Islanders fan. You as mm-hmm. a Rangers fan, I mean, do you? Do you go into the season, you know, with hopes and expectations and thinking that they're gonna do something, or are you kinda of like us, you know, typically pessimistic towards our teams?
2: No, I'm kind of like a frustrated Jets uh type of fan, knowing that they're ah. probably not going to win but hopeful that they will. But no, I right. don't have the expectation that they're gonna win the cup. But it's nice that they made the playoffs this year, so
4: I mean and they're, they're a holding really their good own year uh, I mean, right now, one really one is a year.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, do you think that uh, tonight's a must-win game? The game must have fired by now. Say that again, Jim? Uh, is this a must-win game?
2: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You lose absolutely. two at home, you're dead. <laughs>
4: do you go watch game one with your husband uh, at Masters regard?
2: No, we we watched it on TV. Didn't have tickets for that. But you that. need to go.
4: Yeah, you need to go. Um, at this point, I feel like the Rangers are either win or lose this series in seven games. I think it's going to go the full distance. Um your goalie stands on his head. He had seventy nine saves last week. Unbelievable. Uh, last Amazing. Game. Yeah, it is. Um Amazing. I'm not I'm I am not i can not say that I'm gonna root for the Rangers because I'm an under fan, but um something in me thinks that the Rangers deserve to get past the first round at least. Um for
3: me
4: <laughs> You would think me, so. <laughs> you would think so. For me it's the Rangers um, I want the Rangers eliminated first, then the Penguins, then the Tampa Bay Lightning. I just don't like them because I <laughs> for for obvious reasons. <laughs> um yeah. as an honor fan. So yeah. um but did, Dave, uh did, did Beth have a question, David? Sorry.
5: Oh, she was just talking about the uh she was just talking about the you know, her husband who is, his stuff is gonna be on the street when she when he gets home. But he about stealing <laughs> tickets and then of course she was mentioning the Rangers. But I mean Beth, listen, we we definitely appreciate you calling in. It's nice having you on the air with us. You know, Joe and oh, I, have uh, yeah, Please do. We, we've had this show for for many years, and that is the first time, Joe, that we have taken a hockey call. So that is that is, that is Beth. You 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 will live in the annals of the history of this show as our very awesome. first
2: Rangers specific hockey call. Love it. Well, I'll come back in another sport, another time. How's that? Uh, yeah, I, want
4: I want to talk about <laughs> the Yankees with you and what your claim to fame is. I want to definitely talk about the Yankee hole, um, the Yankee museum.
2: Oh, uh, it's wonderful. The Yogi Berra Museum is an incredible place. If anybody has not been there, it's it's just a, a hallmark of, of Yankee history. And Yogi, whether you're a Mets fan because he was a, right the manager right. there or a Yankees fan, um, there's just so much to learn. There are so many programs that he does uh, that he created for children. The museum exhibits change all the time. It's just a beautiful place, so I hope everybody yeah. will have a chance to go there. Um, and
4: I definitely want to talk to you about that, C.C. Uh Maybe we can get him on. That would be good. Um, but, yeah, just call next time, next week. We'll definitely talk about the Yankee Museum, if that's good with you.
2: I, I can tell you about Cece. He was an amazing person to meet, um, and, it's, yeah, happy to do that. So I'll call good. next week. All right. Let's go. Thanks, Have a
3: great that night. Nice. Thank you so much, Beth. We appreciate it. <laughs>
5: okay. That, sure. Okay. That was de- bye, guys. definitely uh, – bye. Take care. That was definitely some, some good stuff there uh, with Beth calling in. Um, again, sir, that fascinates me. The fact Our very first, and I mean very first, hockey-centric call in the history yeah. of this show. I mean, you know how much we talk about hockey on Beer Gold.
4: I thought that Todd was, talked about uh, hockey back in the day. That's not true? Yeah, but –
5: But Todd's not exactly, in my opinion, anyway, Todd's not exactly a a first-time caller. And as a matter of fact, folks, we may as well well just throw this in there. Because he's not able to join us because he is from an undisclosed location currently. Um, I'm pretty sure that Todd may be in in a prison somewhere, but we're not 100% sure. Todd actually chimed in from Parts Unknown with his take on this day, the 5th of May, which I didn't plan on that rhyming, but it did. So we're going to play that, and then we're going to go into our next break. Once we come back, of course, there will be more pure gold. But for those of you who are listening for the first time, Todd was a vital member of our show for years. He was fired multiple times. Um, you know, he, he induced callers to go into comas and you know terrible things. But but he's still a good friend of the show, and uh, he's he's going to chime in with this. So Todd, take it away. Hi everybody, it's me, Todd.
0: It's been quite a while since we last spoke. I hope you and your family and friends are all well now that we seem to have been spit out the other side of the global panic known as pandemic. So much has happened. We have so much to discuss. Where to begin? Well, let's start with a little recap. We'll go back a few years and just catch everybody up. We had an orange clown in the White House for a term. That was fun. We traded that for a stuttering, faculty-failing, creepy old child sniffer, and you can decide for yourself which is worse. That's not up to me. That's up to you. And with that said, let's actually expound on that thought for a moment. The world has always been a difficult place, especially for opinions. We're polarized into this or that. There's no middle ground. It started eons ago with that tribe mentality that we still carry today. Those people over there have red hair. We have black hair. We don't like the red hairs because we like black hairs. Religion. Your God is weak. My God is strong. Country versus country. Even sports. I don't like that Philly team. I like the team that's local to me. And so on. Left or right. Vax or not to vax. The Constitution. No matter which side of history you choose to be on. It's the choice that's the problem. Why must there only be this or that? What to do? If I make a choice, my family or friends might not agree with me, then what? I choose to believe in common sense. My father used to say that common sense was not so common. And in today's world, he couldn't have been more correct. I won't be told to think a certain way or address in terms I don't believe in. I have always made my own path. And I think you should, too. Don't let outside influences manufacture your intellect. You still have the right to it, and you should exercise that right every day, lest it be taken.
5: Yes, let's take the first one of our new PG 2.0 format, Todd. I almost cut it off when he talked about the – he said Hit, it's the orange clown in the White House, and then, of course, child sniffing all um, But we always appreciate Todd's take, even if it's always wrong, and we completely disagree with it. But I just like to say I would just like to say to everybody, the opinions of Todd are his and his alone. He pays us to come to the show. That's why he's not here with us. But uh no, seriously. We definitely appreciate that you appreciate as well. Uh, you know, you mentioned ads, we've had different different ads, different sponsors. One of these sponsors is uh I'm pretty sure he has a, has a personal connection to you an ethical connection. Connection to you. uh why, why don't you talk about that, sir?
4: Well, I, I'll i say that I needed my wisdom teeth pulled in 2004, 2005, and he could not be more coming. I was able to talk to him on his cell phone late at night. I was like in pain. I didn't know what to do. This Dr. Orden is the best dentist out there. He will get to you. He will take care of you at any time, any place. He's the best. So he says that the best way to save on the cost of dental care. It's to find a dentist to provides all the treatment that you need, not one bit more. Overtreatment has become a huge problem in dentistry. I wouldn't know that. You need an ethical dentist who will openly recommend the, the treatment that is necessary. Dr. Zach Orton is the single most ethical dentist in the area. Time and again, patients return to his practice in has because he treats them properly, ethically, and with no shenanigans. Dr. Orton can be reached at two zero one. Three nine three zero zero two two. Again, that's two zero one three nine three zero zero two two. Or email him at Doctor Zach O. So that's one word, Doctor Zach O at msn.com.
5: And just to be clear, that is Zach with an H. So Z A C H, Doctor Zach Gordon. I hope he's a better dentist, and it sounds like he is than one of the dentists we have here where I live. My wife actually. Ch- my wife actually changed her dentist because the guy had the personality of spoiled milk. I mean, unbelievable. Just like, just nothing, nothing there. How ethical he was, I'm I'm not 100% sure. Uh, maybe he was changing teeth, you know, pulling them out in back alleys. We're not sure about that. The investigation investigations going on. But folks, Speaking of work being done, if you're looking to resurface the floors in your home or your business and you live in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area, then check out Hilltop Pro Services in Carlstadt, New Jersey. They offer a wide range of installation services, including but not limited to commercial and residential carpet, resilient floors, luxury vinyl planks, VCT, sheet vinyl, custom area rugs, logo mats, self-leveling, concrete restorations and repairs and so much more, head on over to HilltopProServices.com. Once again, that's HilltopProServices.com to see some of their latest projects or call them at 201-952-9193. Once again, that is 201-952-9193. I mean, folks, you you can't get any better service than that. You, You definitely can't. You know, I want to say before you get to the... You are listening to Pure Temps.
1: Gold Radio. I am Come actress <laughs> Laura Jean Salerno, and they are David and Joe, and they are bringing you all the upcoming inside exclusive information on everything sports and entertainment
5: ever. Uh, Sir, real quick, just before you get into what you were going to say, um, as always, technical difficulties. It wouldn't be PG if it wasn't. But a big of congratulations course. to Laura Jean, who actually, if I am not mistaken, is getting married. uh If not this, the following weekend, she is pretty close to getting married. So, huge congrats to her. I mean, I, I was going to be the best man at the wedding, but you know, I had to, I had to say no because of this show. You know, a conflict of interest and all that. But, sir, what were you going to say? What was your chime in before the, uh, before the clip?
4: Well, I was just going to say that I, when I bought this mansion of a house, because you call it the mansion. <laughs> um I do. I really need a sec. Uh, thank you. Uh, I really need the second floor carpeted, recarpeted, and Ricky Ricardo Vasquez was nothing more than the company. He was very friendly. He's my next, or, uh, not my next door neighbor, but he's a neighbor of mine, and um, he treated me with over, utmost respect, professionalism, friendly, and did a great job. Um, I have a carpet, a new carpet on the second floor. It's going to be good for another eight, nine years, and uh, I highly recommend going to him if you ever need carpeting needs.
5: Well, it's definitely good. I mean, he must not know you very well if he treated you that way, you know. Because we all know that you are, <clears throat> you're an interesting, shady character to, to say the least, sir. But I mean, we've talked about kids' pediatrics. You know, as far as our, our as far as our um, ads, we had you know real estate. We've had you know uh, solar panels. You know, dentistry, carpeting services, flooring services. I mean, we here at Pure Gold, we cover the gamut, sir. And speaking of covering the gamut, what is next on the agenda for this evening?
4: Well, I, I, didn't want to, I didn't finish my, my hockey talk. I just want to thank Beth once again for talking about her Rangers, even though I hate the Rangers. Um, but she brings a good spin. She really brings it. She knows her stuff. She knows her Yankees and Rangers. So, Beth, if you're hearing this, please call back again next week or the week after or the week after. But I would have to say that the Stanley Cup is probably the best trophy of all four sports. Would you agree? Uh, I mean, you're not a hockey fan, but would you say the Stanley Cup is the best
5: Trophy. I mean, honestly, I think the best trophy in all of sports is when the WWE sends out professional, custom-made belts to different people, and they use those trophies and they wear them. They wear them uh, randomly, which I've always been fascinated by. But yeah, I mean, in terms of history and prestige, nothing really does compare to the Stanley Cup. Because in all honesty, okay, you get a World Series ring, that's cool. You get rings in all these different sports. They've got the trophies, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they're they're holding them up. <clears throat> they're licking these dirty trophies. Lord Stanley's Cup uh, with the prestige, with the fact that there have been, you know, the amount of uh, uh who've won the Stanley Cup. I mean, I I, honestly, definitely, maybe, possibly, clearly, I would agree with you, sir. Best of the best by far, 100%, next to the WWE Championship. I mean, nothing's better than that, sir.
4: I, I hate to put my call screener or our call screener on the spot, but would you say, Mr.
1: Call Screener, the Stanley Cup is the best trophy out there? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the World Cup. But, I mean, if you're looking at worldwide
5: sports, you know, out of America, I'm thinking the <laughs> World Cup. Can somebody cut this guy off, please? I mean, we're, soccer? Are we are we really talking <laughs> soccer here? Are you kidding me? I mean, I get your point, Frank. If it's once every four years, In terms of American, because I mean, let's be real, nobody really likes soccer. That's not a thing. Uh, in terms of America, <laughs> I hope my nephew's listening because he's a huge soccer fan and plays soccer and uh, his whole life. That's all he's done since he was a small child. Um, but in terms of American sports, Frank, take the World Cup out of the Best trophy, um, best yeah, title. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I would agree with that.
3: That's what I
4: want to hear. That's why we pay him the big bucks. He agrees with me all the time.
3: <laughs> oh, gee. We
4: will actually we will talk about sport uh, soccer as we get later in the year because the World Cup this year is in Qatar, and they're playing November, December for me. Soccer is only relevant when there's a World Cup or a European Cup. Of course, Italy. I'm going to go on a quick rant. Italy plays really well last year, wins the European Cup, and then doesn't qualify for the World Cup. How does that make any sense? If you're an Italian fan,
5: I mean, I'm not, but I mean, I would oh, assume no. that if I was, I would be sad. But the thing about soccer it's, that I've that I've always been fascinated by, I'm morbidly fascinated, is the fact that fans act as if this is more important than life itself. And, yeah, it's every four years, so I kind of get it. And the only time I've had any sort of vested interest in it is – I forget, this has gone back years, but um, the last time Spain won the World Cup, you know, I remember that because, obviously, being Hispanic, we all trace back to Spain as the motherland. That's probably the only time that I even remotely cared about the – I care about soccer. But the fact that fans are so rabid over it, you know, it's a sport like no other. It really is. There's no other sport in the world that you can you can say that people get their whole country gets invested in, sir. Yeah, for,
4: for me, um, since Italy is not in it, I will root against Germany. I will root against Brazil. Any other team can win it, but no Germany, no Brazil, no, no, no.
5: And that's our soccer talk for the rest of the year here on Pure Gold. No, no, it's not. <laughs> soccer We're be talking so- about later this year. I told you. <laughs> Well, I so, mean, those, um, hopefully those will be shows that you you won't call in because you're sick. But anyway, continue. <laughs> so with
4: hockey being the best cup, uh, best trophy is the Stanley Cup, I just, you know, I hope the Rangers, I hope Beth is not listening right now. This is the only time I don't want to listen. But I hope the Rangers losing four gets swept, out the, and then the Penguins get swept because I'm an anti-Ranger fan. I'm an anti-Penguin fan or Sidney Crosby. And then I want the Tampa Bay Lightning to lose because every single year, last two years, They've been a thorn in the other side, so they need to be liberated to any other team besides the Rangers, the Penguins, and the, the Tampa uh, Lightning. What do you think?
5: I think that that segment you talking about hockey uh, had the same effect on me that Todd's take usually does, and that is uh, giving me chronic explosive diarrhea. Um, honestly, I you fascinate me. You and I have met each other unfortunately for a very long time. And you are literally the biggest hypocrite I've ever met on so many different levels. But the number one hypocrisy in your life is the fact that you rip me to no end about my quote unquote. And I'm and we're in a Zoom conference, by the way, Joe, Frank, and myself. And uh, I'm doing the actual air quotes rip me nonstop about my negativity. And you're the most negative person I've ever met. You hate the Yankees and you hope they lose 162 games a year. You want them. No it to the World Series and the Yankees, just so that the Mets can sweep them, which is completely astronaut. I mean, you just named about 17 different teams in Wait, hockey that you don't want to put the cup.
3: <laughs> you just <laughs>
5: named all these different teams. You are super negative. You hate every team. You hate everyone. I mean, you are... You've got issues, and I think you need to go talk to somebody about it.
4: So I want the... Uh, by the way, Beth was listening. I'm sorry, Beth, that I said that about your Rangers, your beloved Rangers. I hope you can forgive me, please. Um, but... I don't know how I'm being negative if, I, if I'm rooting for the Yankees to get their the World Series.
5: Yeah, you're rooting for the to go to the World Series so the Mets can sweep them and no-hit them in four straight games. That's the only interest that you have. It's all negativity all the time with you. You have a problem. I mean, you have many, but that is a big problem.
4: Um, all right, I still root for the Yankees to get their the World Series this year, despite what you just said about being a hypocrite. By the way, when you when Todd gave his take, were you in the bathroom? Because I, I think you had to go to the bathroom, right? <sighs>
5: You didn't hear that toilet flushing, yeah, I did actually, um and i I love to rip Todd off, but definitely, it's I would say it's my least favorite Todd's take ever for multiple reasons, but I do appreciate the fact that Todd took time out of his his uh schedule in d you know he got away from the warden to be able to to share with us from an undisclosed location what his take was, and Todd you know he mentioned some he had some political comments and some things, and you know it's good because it shows that we don't have a hive mindset here, and we all have our own. And, and we all, you know, think different things, want different things, uh, but different. So, you know, that is a because we can all agree on everything. You and I agree on a lot, but we don't always agree on everything. So, having Todd with a different perspective, and even Frank when when he's allowed to chime in, a different perspective as a Yankee, and that, that's definitely a. I mean, a, the fact that he's a Yankees fan makes me sick, but it's a good good thing to have a different perspective for sure.
4: Well, like I said, Todd is always welcome back when he's available. Come back. It's a four man show at this point. I think we need a call screener, like he's been doing a great job tonight. And I think we need Todd back to give us some updates on scores and give us Todd's take live. I think that will make it pure gold.
5: I, I do agree with that, sir. Definitely, obviously, possibly, maybe. Um, good stuff. Good stuff as always. Now, folks, this will Wait. be. Wait. Yes, <laughs> go ahead. Go. No, I was going to take our last quick- break.
4: Oh, no, not yet. Um, I just want to say I'm going to do a circle back Saki. You know who that is. Uh, she's uh, apparently leaving the – Jen Pasaki? T- yeah, she's leaving wait, to go to wait, MS
5: – Wait, yeah. wait, is the Is the P silent? Everybody says Pasaki, but is it really just Saki? I mean, can we talk about this for the next 30 minutes? How do you pronounce this woman's name? I need to know.
4: <laughs> just leave. I mean, she's going to <laughs> MSBC. Um – Wait. Another channel wait, that I never
5: watched for LinkedIn. Wait. MSNBC is still on the air? Are you serious? I thought they canceled that. <laughs> uh,
4: CNN wait, is also on the air, I think.
5: Wait. Time out. Time out. You mentioned CNN. I was going to chime in on this. See, did you see what happened to CNN? Uh, this this fascinates me. It absolutely fascinates me. So there's this whole big thing about how CNN was going to launch their app, that you know CNN Plus or whatever it's called, plus minus you know, trash, because everything is now ESPN Plus, Disney Plus you know your 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 great aunt stephanie plus every every app is plus so cnn plus launched and then like less than a week later or whatever it was it was about a week they pulled the plug on it because discovery bought them out and apparently cnn is going to go back to shocking an actual news network now i remember as a kid cnn was like one of the go-to places for information joe do you remember that
4: um yes i do remember that but now things have changed the only channel I watch is blank. You know what it is. My call screen knows what it is. Let's take the call. Let's take a break, and let's. Uh, I have some more to run down. It's already 8.04. All
5: right. It is 8.04. Uh, we were going to take a break, but executive decision here, we are actually not going to do that. We're going to talk to our uh, another member of the Pure Gold team, somebody who's. it's been a long time since he's been on the air, uh, also calling in from an undisclosed location. We have another Angel, which is ironic because half the people who call on this show have the same name. Angel, how are you doing this evening, sir?
7: Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing?
5: We, we're doing good. Thank you for calling in. So we appreciate you. Um, real quick, cause i want to talk to you about the Mets and how much you're upset at Francisco for Francisco before, but uh, from my understanding, you're a big-time Giants fan. Give us your uh, professional opinion, if you can, just, you know, quickly. What do you think about this draft that they that happened last week?
7: Well, um, you know, I thought the first round went good with uh, getting Thibodeau and uh, Evan Neal. That was definitely addressed both sides of the ball, which they definitely needed. And um, the rest of the draft, I mean, it played out how it played out. Like some some names, I'm not going to lie, I'm unfamiliar with. But, you know, according to people, they reached for their uh, uh, for the receiver they took in the second round, I believe it was. But, um, you know, all in all, I mean, it's just going to take time to rebuild, and, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, you can't expect miracles overnight, and the Giants are very much a work in progress with how David Gettleman pretty much screwed the organization over for so many years, but it is what it is.
5: Yeah, I agree. Totally agree.
7: Well,
4: considering Angel, I am not a – Giant fan, I'm just gonna ask you: Were you overall pleased with uh, Daniel Jones' performance, or do you want like Mitchell Trubisky as your quarterback?
7: I mean, it's it's that's like picking from <laughs> from a manhole to a sewer. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> so, no, I
5: don't. Angel. I know you're not a fan of Daniel Jones, but I was looking at an interesting stat yesterday. Uh, I was doing my my full-time job, which, again, I won't disclose what that is. Um, It is legal, by the way. But anyway, I'm walking into this place, and I see on the screen they had uh, Daniel Jones, because the Giants didn't pick up – did not pick up his option for next year. He signed through 2022. But out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL uh, performance-wise, he's like 24th, which obviously definitely maybe We know, not good. I know you had a problem with Gary Collins. I know you had a, <laughs> I know you had a problem with Eli Manning. But what do you think about Jones in general? I mean, according to the stats, one of the worst performing quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, give us your take.
7: As far as uh, Jones, he's. Yeah. I mean, it was a reach when they picked him. I mean, honestly, the quarterback. He's got athletic ability, but I mean, his arm is okay, I guess, but he, I think his biggest problem is he lacks aw- field awareness. I mean, that's that's my thing with him, is like he doesn't know how to tuck and run, he doesn't know how to tuck and fall, he just tries to do way too much, and he's just, you know, he's a very average quarterback overall. I mean, he's, he's got amazing athletic ability, don't get me wrong, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, he's not I mean, every Giant fan knew at the time. I mean, no matter how much they try to talk themselves into that he's a good quarterback, he, he you, you knew he wasn't the guy, and you know, right. he's not gonna be. So pretty much, I think they're setting it up to take the next QB of the future. We'll see who, when, what, where. But you know, that's another reason why uh, Tyrod Taylor was uh, signed because I think he's. He, I don't think he's. Signed to be the backup, I think that he's actually going to compete for the job, but we'll see.
5: Right. I mean, it's definitely, that's definitely a good take there. Um, but Joe, did you have a did you have something else you wanted to throw in there?
4: I think he he was working at the time, but do you know that the Packers and Giants are playing in England next year? Do you know about that?
7: Yeah, yeah, I did, and I think that's. I don't know. I mean. You rob a team of a home game to play overseas, and regardless of what, I mean, the NFL has a global presence regardless, but um, I point. think, you know, those games are better played at home, but that's just my opinion.
4: Did you know that even if you want to watch the game, you can't watch it on TV?
7: Uh, yeah, like 8.30 in the morning you can, uh, supposedly. That's no. the time it's going to be airing. Oh, Apparently it's too really? foggy. It's it's too foggy, and you can't watch the game on TV. Oh, wow. oh my God! Remember. I remember the, the last time the Giants played in England when they beat the Dolphins. They actually went to the Super Bowl base.
5: Yes, that is correct. You're absolutely right. But Angel, I know that that's one of the things you want to talk to you about. But the other thing, real quick, you know, as we we have an ad. Mads we still have to read and the show's over at 8.30 but I wanted to ask you, the Mets I know they're losing today against the Phillies and it looks like there goes their, what I said earlier that they hadn't lost back-to-back games this entire year so it's a bit of a losing streak Give us your, your take, generally speaking the Mets, um, is this going to be a special year for them or are we looking at the same old Mets in your opinion? No, I
7: don't think it's the same old Mets and I mean, I think the same old Mets was thrown out the window as soon as Cohen bought them and then you know, now how they've been built. I mean, I think it's a nice team, but, you know, would, would the same old Mets have cut Robinson Cano? You got to think about that for a second. Right. And, um, you know, the Walpons, if it was the same old Mets, Cano would be there clogging up a spot in there every day, probably batting third, and, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that's that's their old M.O. I mean, no, it's not the same old Mets. They got a nice squad. Um, I think it it's... I think they need a, a couple of arms in the bullpen. I mean, Drew Smith has been a nice, nice uh, relevation this year. I mean, he he has a good arm. I mean, you can't expect this to keep going. He is injury-prone. But Drew Smith has been nice. Edwin Diaz has had a nice bounce-back year so far. Yeah, And then, you know, Seth Lugo has been a little Jekyll and Hyde, but he seems to put it together. But, you know, with Trevor May going down. I mean, Adam Adovino, you know, you got guys that they're using in in high leverage spots, which, you know, I understand what Buck's trying to do to see what he got, but I I think you need a
5: couple of arms to hold it down until
7: the Grom gets back.
5: Now, let me ask you this, Angel. Do you think that the Mets, if, let's, let's just say hypothetically speaking, things stay the way that they are. The only thing that changes, the Grom comes back. Can the Mets and he's back to his old self? Because my concern with him is injury. Can the Mets make it to the playoffs and win? If the the main quote unquote addition would uh, would be Jacob Degrom going back to his old self.
7: Well, I mean, uh, you know, everybody and their mama is basically getting in the playoffs this year. So, <laughs> I mean, for that, for them not to make the playoffs, it's pretty, you know. You know things have had to have gone you know by the wayside, but you know I think they can. But their lineup, I mean, it's all it's all gonna. I think the pitching will be solid all year, but I think it's all gonna come down to the lineup. Like, are they gonna? It, it, are, they clearly need a power back. I mean, it, it's no and if or buts. But you know, what about Lindor? What's what? What Lindor? Lindor's been very Jekyll and Hyde this year. Started off on fire. And now he's he's been he's hitting, I've seen a stat that he's hitting 128 over the last 10 games, and that includes 0 for the last 17. So what Lindor are you going to get? I mean, Alonzo's not going to be able to carry this team hitting, you know, if he's the only one hitting bombs. I think they've right. got a good lineup from top to bottom. They got a good, you know, they they have a nice little approach, you know, try to keep the line moving. But sooner or later you're going to need that three-run shot and right. do the Mets have that right. in the tank. That That's the problem.
5: That, that's definitely a good point. Um, but last thing before we let you go, Angel, do you think that Buck Showalter on this team made a difference? I know that I spoke about it earlier. I'm a fan of Bucks, I always have been. I think he got screwed with the Yankees and the Diamondbacks because literally the year after he left, they won the World Series with the team that he spent years building, and he would have won World Series with the Yankees in the late 90s and probably the Diamondbacks in 2001. Do you think Buck makes a big difference uh, or at least a difference on this team?
7: Okay. To answer that question, which is yes, you got to look back at their previous managers. You had Terry Collins, which I can either take him or leave him. Take him or leave him. Then you had Mickey Calloway. Mickey Calloway. And then you had Louis Rojas. I mean, does Buck make a difference? I mean, yeah, of course he does. Veteran knows the game, um, you know, you can tell even by the player's approach and how everything is, you know, how, how they go about their day-to-day business. Last year, you hear you hear guys, oh, but we're still in first place, but we're still in first place. And now the tone is we still got work to do. So, I mean, that right then and there tells you there's a big difference. Last year was kind of like, I would say immature, oh, we're in first place, yay, hooray. And then, oh, you know, they, they, it seemed like they became complacent with them being in first place. But now, you know, the Mets, they're like – and then, you know, that goes – you added veteran guys like, you know, Chris Bassett, who I believe they should sign to an extension, like, immediately.
5: Right. And then
7: right. They, they they got Marte, Canna, you know, they got Escobar, guys like yep. that, you know, just veterans, veteran, man. you know, presence to the team that these guys are gamers. They have been gamers. So, I mean – but again, I think they need that bat. But yes, Buck has made a big difference in the team. Just I mean you could just tell by interviews.
5: I definitely agree with that, Angel. We thank you so much for calling in. By the way, Angel was talking. They wanted to cut him off. Bryce Harper just hit a home run and then some other schmuck I just lost a, hit another home run. So the Mets are now losing seven to nothing, so the Mets are actually doing a terrible job. They're falling apart. They make me sick. But Angel, we look forward to speaking with you next time, sir. Thank you so much for the call. The Mets are awful. <laughs> All right man, y'all take care. You too. Folks, the one and All only right. Angel, I mean Angel and Angel and Angel, I mean maybe they're related, who knows? Uh we we thank him so much for that call. Good stuff, good times. Joe, we need to take a break. And folks, for those of you out there who um you know just love our ads, just please let us know. We we have plenty of sponsors. I mean, we are just making things happen here. We're big time, folks. We are big time. We have hundreds of sponsors. I mean, there's money coming in left and right from all these people. Joe and I are going to get filthy rich off this show, and we appreciate it. But, folks, the Knights of Columbus, one of our sponsors, they are a Catholic fraternal organization that is dedicated to promoting and conducting educational, charitable, religious, and social welfare works. They render mutual aid and assistance to the sick and needy members and their families, providing insurance products and annuities to benefit members, wives, and families. If you'd like to get in touch with them, you can always get check out K O F C K of dot org or you can email them at K of C eleven five eight five at gmail dot com. Once again that email K O F C eleven five eighty five at Gmail dot com. Of course, uh you know, there's definitely some, some good stuff there. And our last sponsor for the evening, again real estate, but you know we had we had Dennis and then we have this real estate. Apparently they have some they have an agreement. You know we've talked things out. We, some you know we, we're, we we have them both. So we have competition here, I guess you could say. One thing in everyone's mind these days is real estate. As a matter of fact, that is true because there's constantly people selling and moving here in my home, the the subdivision that I live in. it's Constant movement, real estate's a big deal. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, like Patricia and Renee's Dangle with Keller Williams. Patricia's been in business for 28 years and Renee nineteen in Bergen and Passaic counties. Together with their combined experience, dedication, and knowledge of the market, you will be in the best hands, 100% service, 100% of the time. Does that make it 200%? Possibly. Be sure when you call, mention that Pure Gold referred you. The number is 551-265-5288. Once again, that number is 551-265-5288. And, of course, our last, uh, I guess you could say, soundbite or, you know, show promo of the evening. And here we go. What's up? It's Morgan Woolard, Miss Oklahoma USA
4: 2010, and you are listening to Pure Gold.
5: Yes, we are. Morgan, thank you so much. Morgan is a friend of the show, was on the show many times in the past, and most of our guests actually multiple times. Sir, we are closing in on the end. What's next?
4: We are closing on the end, but I just want to mention that because they are close sponsors of mine, I was – let's just let's just say first I need my job back. So go to NJPack.org, find out all the shows, the best HR professional, In the world CRO Beth Silver that's who's on the line by the way Uh, she will meet your needs in any HR capacity I love her Uh, she's a great person she's a great HR person Uh, in terms of realty just real fast um, I I was living in a flood zone for a long time and I didn't know what to do with my house I didn't know whether or not I I was going to either keep stay there and keep getting flooded once in a while but eventually Pat uh who the 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 ad that they've just read pat was uh very very patient with me very uh persistent didn't give up we eventually sold our house in blank and we bought this house in blank and to thank her, <laughs> i can't thank her enough um so reading her spot is definitely something that you should you should definitely consider using her as a real estate broker 551-265-5288. Five,
5: five, five, that's good stuff there, sir. Good stuff for sure. It's funny. You moved to blank from blank and blankety blank. Um, parts time, time, as I like to say, undisclosed location. Sir, you've got about 10 minutes. What is on the docket? You're here shilling for the real estate companies. but What else, sir?
4: Uh, let's dive into some basketball. NBA playoffs are on the way. And you don't really have much to say other than the Brooklyn Nets were swept by my Boston Celtics. So, what are your thoughts on that, at least?
5: Well, my dad was going nuts, screaming and yelling, probably cursing about the fact that the Nets got swept. I mean, he's he's a strange sports fan, but anyway, um, you know the, the Nets were a dysfunctional team from the start. You had the whole mess of James Harden, Ben Simmons, who's getting just absolutely destroyed on social media for basically not wanting to play. Which I mean, that another thing that fascinates me. But one of the problems that that I've read about in Team is the fact that they pretty much whatever whatever their stars want, they get, and you know, people call Kyrie Irving selfish. I wouldn't fall into that camp simply because of the fact that he was looking out for his own health and his well-being. But the Nets were dysfunctional. Honestly, they were totally dysfunctional. They're a team that is a hot-steaming mess of a deuce. If the Mets were the Nets, what would happen is that Cano would never would have gotten cut because Lindor was upset. To placate their favorite, the, the top star, they would do anything, and that's the difference between Cohen and, of course, the uh, you know the owners of the Nets, and it doesn't surprise me. You and your Boston Celtics, sir. Uh, I mean, it's been a long time since you won a title, but I'm sure you're thrilled (laughs) that the Nets went down in four.
4: Yeah, I was very excited because I think that the Nets Celtics play a team ball, unlike the Nets. I think the Nets are just Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I think that they don't play team ball. I think Jason Tatum is becoming a superstar before our eyes, and I think that you have to sign him to a max deal. Uh, But it was nothing. I I don't think I want to put my call screen on the spot, but – I mean, to get swept by this Boston Celtics, that's got to hurt. I mean, I agree. What's the cricket though. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, um, the Celtics showed me way back when, uh, probably January, that they were floundering around 500, and I knew that they won a couple games, and I was like telling my friend who will eventually call in one time, I was telling him that the Celtics have this chemistry about them and I think they're going to get to really far in the playoffs. I think they were top four team. They ended up being the two seed. So I think that having the two seed is good against the Milwaukee Bucks because I think at this point they split the series one and one in Boston. I think it's going to go seven still, and I think the Celtics will eke it out. And then I think that the Celtics will get to the finals against the Golden State Warriors. Hopefully he's not listening. Okay, Phoenix Suns. Either or, uh, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to call in and talk about his Phoenix Suns. But I think Golden State is just as good. So those two teams will be uh, fighting in the Western Conference Finals. In the Eastern Conference Finals, you will have the Boston Celtics against the Miami Heat. And I think that the Boston Celtics will take some revenge. I just think that if you watch a Boston Celtics game, it's really team ball. Uh, yes, there's Marcus Smart, there's Jason Tam, there's Jalen Brown. But I think that they all play like a, they play like a good team. And they're, they're coming together. This reminds me of 2008, maybe not so much. Uh, 2008, but they're a really good team, and I really think they're going to get far. They, this might be the as they win the
5: championship. Oh, sorry, I just fell asleep. Uh, what were you talking about? I missed the whole thing. Um, no, I'm just kidding. That that would be a Joe thing, sir. I know you were talking about the the Celtics and your your obsession with them and the fact that they're going to win and everything else. But uh, let me let me ask you, uh, what are, what okay. do we have for this evening?
4: Any nuggets you
5: want? You said yeah, your gold nuggets, absolutely, and go. I
4: got, no. I, I got to get zoom. I got to calm down. I mean zoom. Uh, what do you mean, zoom? Well, I'm zooming with you to see you, and then I have to read my gold nuggets, apparently. So, no, no, a second. No. Uh, Thank you. No, um,
3: i sorry. Geez. What? that what, what oh, uh, Is that all? Is that all?
4: Um, let's just go with this one because I want to say some final things before 8.30. Uh, apparently, the pandemic is over. So, so let's celebrate. Oh,
5: but no, it's not. Your boy, Dr. Fauci, I know you have a picture of him in your, in your living room that you pray to every night. Yeah. Fauci yeah. said that the pandemic is over, and then the very next day said, no, it's not over. And I can see how that may have been misinterpreted. Now, I don't want to go on a rant here we don't have a lot of time and of course you know that's not my style i'm not i'm not big on rants um but the fact that this guy literally asked the question and said oh so if you're asking me he asked it himself if you're asking me are we out of the woods the pandemic is the pandemic over then the answer would be yes because of the 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 lower cases and we're not getting you know uh what was it a hundred thousand cases i forget what the number was it was some astronomically high number it was like a hundred thousand cases or whatever it was a day now I started doing the math. There's about 330 million people in in the United States. And the, the the number, it may have been a million, actually. The number that Fauci quoted basically would have been that in a month, the entire country got COVID at least once and some people multiple times. I mean, the numbers made absolutely no sense. But he literally said, if you're asking me if it's over, the answer is yes. The next thing he goes, well, no, that's not, you know, it's not over uh, 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 it's not over. But uh, 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 I can see how that could have been misinterpreted. There's no misinterpretation. You literally said that the pandemic is over. I mean, I mean, the the, the only thing I can say is this: this. Right. Shame on you!
4: I, mean, I would say is. too. One other clip, I would say, just replace uh, the commissioner with the president of the United States. I would say.
6: Christ, if I was the
3: commissioner, I'd be out there on Monday. he me out. Gone. But
5: he's And then I would say this, and we can remove the okay. very first word. In this. I would say that it would be Fauci <laughs> just for a dramatic impact. But, yeah, I mean. The guy's a clown. I don't know why anybody listens to him at this point. I really don't. Whatever side of the political spectrum that you're on, if anybody still listens to Anthony Fauci, they need to have their head examined, literally, literally, literally examined. Literally. So going back to what you said before, going
4: back to what you said, thank you, mister. By the way, our sound, um, our call screen has not fallen asleep, so he sur- surpasses our our previous producer. That's a good thing.
5: I agree with that. I mean, the fact is that I mean, I'm watching Frank eating eating caviar over there and drinking champagne cocktails the entire the entire uh, episode. I mean, uh, how's he gonna fall asleep? He's, I mean, he's wired. He's over there living living a lavish lifestyle. I mean, I see a solid gold plated uh, ceiling fan. I've never seen that before. Definitely a better job than our previous you know 800 call screeners. I mean, for sure, sir.
4: For sure. For sure. But let me just get this clear because we went on a different rant. Uh, so the pandemic is not over.
5: No, it's
4: not. I, I can't keep track anymore. It's over. It's not over. It's over. It's over. Not over. Um, I don't know. Okay. It's not over. You telling me. So I have to keep, um, be still vigilant and get my vaccines. If I want to get my vaccines, some boosters, um, you know, start glowing. I right? mean, that's what you're saying.
5: I mean, pretty much. Uh, pretty oh, much. Uh, is that all? Pretty much.
4: Is that all? All right,
5: sir. Uh, any we, more have
4: a, we have two minutes. We have two more minutes before uh, we end the show. I want to say one thing, one important thing, before we end the show. But just on the wrestling spectrum, WWE, uh, Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash. Your favorite name of a pay per view is May eighth, and who in their right mind puts a pay per view on Mother's Day?
5: Does that make any sense? I mean, let's be real. Mother's Day is a made-up holiday. Nobody appreciates their moms in this country. It totally, total fraud. Um, no, I'm just kidding. That would actually be Father's Day. My apologies. Oh, okay. Um Mother's Day, Mother's Day is such a big deal. I don't know who in their right mind. Joe, do you remember years ago, there was a June pay-per-view on Father's Day, and I don't think it made any difference that people, people were watching it because nobody really celebrates their dads. Um, but, but the fact that Mother's Day is such a huge holiday, I think it's the number one holiday in terms of, like, uh, flowers or gift giving or Mother's Day is like one of the top ones. Anyway, the typical WWE out of touch with their audience, what I don't understand is they have all these Saturday pay per views, and all of a sudden, oh, I know, let's pick Mother's Day to be the, the Sunday pay per view this year. I, I just don't get it, sir. I don't.
4: I really hope that our, to be serious for a second, because I like, to be shame on, on you! you. Uh, WWE. All right. Um, to be serious, I hope our call screen has a, tries to get through Mother's Day. It's going to be a tough Mother's Day. For him, it's his first Mother's Day without his mother. So my thoughts and prayers are with him, his entire family. I I know what I felt the first time I had Mother's Day without my mom. So thoughts and prayers to you, my call screener. And I just want to say that you're right. You said it in a production meeting. Who is going to sit what, – what man is going to sit down and watch a pay-per-view on Mother's Day unless they want to get divorced the next day?
5: I mean, is it possible? I mean, Beth, I know Beth was already calling the lawyers earlier. We need to get a divorce lawyer on this show for an ad, by the way. But with that whole debacle, could you imagine that? Could you imagine, uh, Beth, or any of our, any of these, not only their their husbands stealing their tickets, but then imagine stealing tickets on Mother's Day to go watch the WWE pay-per-view. I mean, it's just nothing worse. But yeah, I don't get it. I mean, honestly, I believe that Mother's Day is one of the most important holidays. So to me, it's a joke. It's awful. And uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is, sir. But folks, We thank you so much for listening. We got about 8,000 calls, uh, 8,000 people listening. Um, I think Joe has one more thing. I don't know what he's – he's having a convulsion, a conniption. I'm not really sure. Joe, go.
4: I would be remiss because I could go in front of another two hours, but I would be remiss to not say happy, healthy birthday to Andre, my nephew. Not the Giant, but he has a big heart. He's a great guy. I want to wish him a happy birthday. I'll see him soon in a couple of days, but Andre, not the giant. Happy birthday.
5: Well, I mean, is that his middle name? Not the giant. Definitely. Happy birthday to Andre. Happy birthday to Angel from Woodland Park, who called in earlier. Um, May 5th is a big day. Cinco de Mayo. You know, a lot of people celebrate it. And it's our first uh, show, of PG 2.0. So another, probably bigger than both those birthdays, is the fact that we did a show this evening. But folks, those of you who called in, Angel angel the sequel and then of course beth we thank you all for chiming in we really appreciate anybody listening out there i know sweet lou was on the line he was listening and he's probably you know going to listen to sean repeat we thank all of you for for calling in um you know big big time stuff here we would like to wish you all a happy healthy mother's day we will talk to you next week next thursday 7 p.m eastern standard time we will be back
4: what's the call number
3: So i am an egomaniac? Shame on you! Stop smoking the white chocolate! Crack, bite! We're very pleased to be joined by the one and only... Join from the hotline. I got two words
5: for you, pure gold. You guys are awesome. Give us a call next week, 515-605-9796. Pure Gold signing off.